The main reason that I find that people don't make money is lack of confidence. You cannot expect the validation from others to give you the momentum if you're not creating the momentum. They might have a lot of passion, but if they actually haven't done the work to feel good in who they are, they're not gonna make money. How does someone find the right mentor? If I wanna be a mentor, I gotta have a mentor. Is this person living the life they wanna live? You know, it's being all in and full present in everything that I do. It's not be half in, in anything that I do, right? The halving energy is a no-go for me. The biggest issues in relationships are communication. What's your own personal financial goal? Like the ultimate goal? I'm going for multi-millions. Welcome to the Creative Grid Podcast. If you're new here, my name is Nelson and I'm a filmmaker that is based in Gold Coast, Australia. And basically, I'm committed to help you become a better version of yourself. The Creative Grid podcast is here to help creatives find grit to become successful. And we do that helping you in different fields and areas of life, going from not just filmmaking and the craft itself, but finance, business, marketing, relationships, advertisement, negotiation, and much more. And today we have another legend coming to our podcast. I'm very excited for in this episode, so I hope you like it. And if you do, make sure to subscribe, leave a like, leave a comment, and yeah, that's everything you need to know. Today's guest, she's a modern medicine woman and business mentor. Please welcome Mariana Lennart. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's really an honor to be here. I've seen your work and the quality of your work. Like, it's, yeah, it's a privilege. No, that's awesome. Yeah, really we, we, we have a lot of friends in common. Mm. Um, I have clients that have come through you as well. And I made a video for you in the past. So, I'm, and we have trained Jiu Jitsu together yeah, too. Many times. So, yeah. so, yeah, I'm very excited to have this conversation. Thank you for making the time to come here. And, Mariana, can we start you giving a little description on who you are and what you do for people that don't have any idea? Of course. So, I am Mariana Leonard. I was born in Brazil, been here for 17 years this year. And, um, yeah, I. Been here for 17, feels like home. I have a beautiful family, two kids. And yeah, I came to, from Brazil out fr uh, fresh out of law school. So if I finished law, you know, just before going to the corporate and everything, decided to go away and travel. And came here and my life just unfolded in such a way that, yeah, there was never a way back to go back to the life that I had before. And then after probably 10 years on, you know, changing works and jobs and doing many things that wasn't really in alignment with who I am, I uh, got to a point where, you know, feeling the deep depression and anxiety and identity crisis that I actually had to be honest with myself and, and go all in in the path that was actually my calling. And I feel as well that that's always the biggest fear, you know, is actually being true to what your calling is. So I started on a coaching industry and went really deep into self-development. You know, I have a very close um, proximity with plant medicine as well. So that has pretty much guided me to where I am today. And today I'm a, I'm a mentor for women in business, really help women to craft their idea and finding their voice and creating wealth and yeah, creating a business that is profitable and sustainable for them. Yeah, that's awesome. What, yeah. what kind of, um, first of all, how do you get into coaching? How do you become someone that teaches someone else how to, you know, run a profitable business and become a better version of themselves? How do you even get into that? Yeah, well, I felt for me, my personal experience is two things. Like I always, human has always been my, my passion. I've always been fascinated with humans, you know, mind and, and emotion and all the things. In fact, when I was young, I wanted to be a psychologist, but in Brazil, psychologist wasn't, was not a, a well-paid uh, work. So my father, you know, come, like told me to do law instead. And I was so young, 16, I say, yes, I'll do law. So eventually, you know, it came around and I found a way to still be in contact with human. And I guess doing coach was 
for me was just through my self-development was just through my own you know experience from depression and anxiety and taking medication to where I have you know found myself to be uh, you know years later and and then you know following Tony Robbins and you know going to UPW and doing all the work like it sort of triggered that curiosity in you and and the fire to actually help others so yeah that was my way to coach how when when did it click like that's what I want to do. Because I think the, the, it's very difficult for people, it, from my observation, like everyone feels like it's too hard to find your purpose or your passion or whatever you actually want to do. And that's why they stay in the trap on maybe the nine to five that they hate so much or even the bad relationships. Like what, what made it click for you? Like, okay, this is what I want to do and this is how I will do it. Yeah, for me, I feel that I have so, so much curiosity, you know. I think that my curiosity is what led me to be in Australia today. My curiosity was what led me to take bold moves in order to actually find other things. And I guess, like, for me, it was two things. One was my curiosity to know more and, like, what was possible. And then the other thing was to hit rock bottom. So the only way out was to, you know, come up again. So I guess, you know, life always takes you in a way where you either follow the, the, the traits of what's in front of you or you have to actually, you know, have a hero's journey and something happened to you and you go into the dark night of the soul and then you rise, something has to change and then you find yourself again. So I had a mix of both and I guess coaching, I, I have to be honest that I found a lot of resistance at the beginning to actually, you know, call myself a coach or to be a coach. I feel that that is that, you know, especially now that has been so overused and so misplaced in so many ways. Um, and I guess, you know, when you really find your voice and, you know, the way that when you really craft what you're here to do and how you help human to achieve what they, they're here to achieve, that's when you probably embody that they're more, you know, the role or the label or whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And these days when you help women, do you help men at all? I help men. Yeah. I help men more in a, in a relationship and personal life, not in business so much. Um, and yeah, but woman in business and I do a lot of women's empowerment as well. So yeah. Right. When, from your clients, what have you found is like, the most common reason of why they're not making money with their business or maybe their passion or that thing that they really want to do what what's the like the common factor that you have observed i love this question it's such a great question um so the main the main reason that i find that people don't make money in their business is for the lack of confidence in who they are and in what they offer so they might have a lot of ideas, they might have a lot of passion, but if they actually haven't done the work to feel good in who they are and the way that they show up or you know, in what they offer, they're not gonna make money because there is a misalignment in, in, you know, in what I see, but in what I say, you know what I mean? So that energy is felt. So you, you might believe they want to make the million, but in, in, in fact, you haven't actually felt confident in your body to share that or to sell your offer or actually not even confident in what you're offering because you haven't seen the results. So, you know, I always believe that it starts, it's starting with the little steps, you know, at a time, working on yourself, finding your voice, like crafting that, that, that thing really solid. It's what's going to bring you the results. How, how did you get started? Because you at a at certain point in time you realize like okay i want to be a coach i love self-development i want to help other people how did you got started what do you, what do you do mm. so i got started first of all i got started in in the healing space so i was doing a lot of sound healing a lot of um you know ceremonies a lot of cacao ceremonies and even my retreats so that was my my leading space and then i decided to expand so i went into studying um coaching and um you know doing nlp and other types of coaches um and and then from that i think i was you know gathering my tools and into my tool tool belt and and when i felt confident i'm like all right now i can lead people so i started by leading people into their personal life life coaching 
And then I felt that, you know, building my business was such a hassle, like was actually really, really hard. Uh, as we all know, you know, entrepreneurship is probably the worst medicine journey I ever been. <laughs> um, and, and was when I cracked the code, you know, when I'm like, all right, this is working for me. I actually got it. And, and then I'm like, all right, I need to teach women this, you know, because I know that I, I've seen so many talented women so with so much to share, but they don't know how to put that into place and to create a business or to, you know, having that, like knowing the steps, what comes mm -hmm. after, you know, mm -hmm. it's so confusing. So, yeah, that's why I decided, you know, through my own experience to, to go into that. Did you ended up cracking the code by yourself or was a mentor, a specific mentor that changed everything for you? How, how did it happen? Yeah, it was a mentor. I always had mentors. I always have mentors in my life. I feel that if I want to be a mentor, I've got I to gotta have a mentor, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, it was, first of all, having a mentor that didn't help me, that led me to more confusion mm -hmm. into my path because, you know, we just, we're, we're just disconnected to mm -hmm. her journey and my journey, um, which I learned so much, what not to be and mm -hmm. what not to do. Mm -hmm. Great lessons. And, um, and then we, in finding another mentor uh, right after that, they actually sat down with me and helped me to, to, you know, know my why, you know, simple things by, you know, who is your audience? Like, you know, he, this is how you talk. This is what you do. The, all the things. Um, yeah, that was a life change for me. That's when I first made my first high, high ticket sales, you know, straight away. And things just unfolded from there. How does someone find the right mentor? Because there's so many people claiming that they can help you become this, become that, make X amount of money. How do you find the right mentor? Mm, that's a great question. Well, for me, how I find there is a few things that I, I take in consideration. One is, um, is this person living the life they want to live? Do you know what I mean? Is the values in, in, in synchronicity with your values? That's the first thing that I have learned. So if the, the person is actually creating what, I, what I'm aiming to, that's my first yes. And then second, like when this person speaks, what I'm seeing from her, does it activate me? Does it feel like, wow, I'm actually really, really inspired to move, you know? Like I like what she say. I like the words that she use. Like is that, it does it talk, talk, it speaks to my soul. And when that is a yes, um, and then I'm, I'm all in, yeah. Yeah, okay. How how much would you say you have spent in coaching, mentoring, like getting all your tools? How much would you say you have spent? So much money, like, like over 200K. Wow. And is that in the span of how long? How many years? That is in, in five years. Yeah. In five years. Yeah. Or probably less, but yeah. Or if not more, I actually haven't, haven't thought about it, but yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, that's that's interesting because like one thing I realized for myself that I haven't put enough money in my own personal either development or business, mostly business development, I would say. Like I've learned a lot through just doing and failing and learning. And then you're like, oh, OK, so that's not the way that is done. And then you go again and you fail again and, you know, like paying someone would just accelerate all of that and prevent, you know, all that pain for for your own journey 100 yeah. percent. how did it work for you when you started okay this is what i'm doing you had the coach uh, the mentor telling you what you were gonna do and then you start selling your service how how did that go at the beginning what what was your experience your experience like selling for the first time this thing that you wanted to do for such a long time yeah that's a that's also amazing so um the thing is when I was selling, I was already I was already previously selling, but I wasn't getting sales in. That's the difference. But when I was clear about who I was talking with, who I was talking to, but also what I was selling became more embodied in me. So it was actually during COVID, and you know, one day I set my mind and I, and I say, you know what, I will reach out for as many people as I can right now in my community. And offer them this opportunity to be with me. And I'm not going to touch myself to the end result. Like, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to sell. And it was a 10,000 offer. And I'm, you know, I'm just going to sell. I'm going to do what I know. And, and yeah, and just practice. Mm -hmm. And I did that. And I think I had like 20, say, like, not, not 20. I had 15 sales call. Um, 
didn't sell any, mm-hmm. didn't sell any. That's when I had my free previous mentor. And then I got this new mentor and I'm like, all right, this is, this is, you know, this is what I'm creating. This is like, you know, I, I had a lot of clarity mm-hmm. and that gave me an, a different level of confidence and certainty in my body. So when I was, you know, there is a huge uh, difference when you're selling something for someone that will invest a lot of money in you and you're like you can say with clarity like this is what I'm going to do for you this is where you're going to get this is how we're going to work together right that that certainty is felt on the transmission so yeah after that I had a call and um and she was a yes I was yes and that was it like 10k done and I'm like all right I'm I, I crap like that happened let's go you know and yeah yeah so What's the biggest deal you have had to date? Well, my biggest month so far has been 40K, mm-hmm. uh, 45,000 mm-hmm. um, sale. Um, and I think cash collected is being max of 30K. Yeah. For a single person? For a single person has been 18,000. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When, when did it was like, holy shit. When, when was that moment? Because I had that moment for myself when I first saw like my biggest thing. I was like, holy shit, what did just happen? Like, what, what was that moment for you? Yeah, I had. And can you mo- describe it? Like, yeah, how I, had, do you go? I had two. One was um, the 10K, my first 10K that I remember, mm. like, all right, wow, this is actually working. You know, mm. is that, is that sensation that, I don't know, it's a mix of like, excitement but like a grounded you like all right i i can do this like you know buckle up let's go now like yeah. i'm ready yeah. and then i when i had my 40 45k month um there was like there was huge it was like you know wing 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 like it was just like that really amazing momentum and you're like wow like you just have that it's like universe heard your prayers you know like things are actually working out and you're like all right I, i'm here like i'm here for it let's go And yeah, it's really exciting. How, how can you build? Because for some people, this will be like mind blowing. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, what? 45K, like doing coaching. How? Like, how do you, how do you build that momentum to get to that place? So the momentum is built in my, in my, you know, in what I teach and what I know is there are a combination of things. So one is, for instance, You only do what you know. Do you know what I mean? Like you can, mm-hmm. you, you cannot see ahead to what your perception can can see and capture that. So, if it for in your world, your 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 self worth is only basing in selling fifteen hundred thousand programs, you're not gonna be able to sell three thousand, five thousand, or ten or ten k. So that is the beauty of joining someone. You know what I mean? And having a coach or a mentor or joining a mastermind because you are. First of all, it's stretching yourself to a very uncomfortable levels that mm-hmm. either you don't feel, maybe sometimes you don't feel like you belong, you question mm-hmm. things, you know, mm-hmm. all of those. But and then the next level conversation starts to become normal for you. And you're like, all right, oh, wow, she can, she can make 15. I can, why can I? You know, and you're starting to become more normal. So that is the first thing is like normalize in your world, you know, mm-hmm. money and selling and, you know, high ticket and mm-hmm. abundance in mm-hmm. general. And then the second one is choosing that you are the momentum, you know, you are the momentum in your business. When you decide that, that like I am the momentum and I show in the momentum and I create the vibe that I want people to see and to feel, that is it. You know, you become, you become your work, you become the momentum. Yeah. That, that is a very interesting way of putting it. You are being the momentum. Because I, I always say like momentum is the most powerful energy you can create for you to achieve the stuff you want. But never thought of seeing it like as myself being the momentum, right? Like that, I really like that. Yeah, you are the vibe. Like you, you are the inspiration. It's your duty. It's your responsibility as an entrepreneur to lead yourself to that. Do you know what I mean? So you cannot expect the validation from others to give you the momentum if you don't, if you're not vibrating the momentum, if you're not creating the momentum, you know? Yeah. yeah. How can someone start working on their momentum? So what I would suggest is, first of all, having clarity of where you're going, you know, uh, like what, what's your end result for this year? And then reverse engineer that so you get you know, like what's your three quarters will look like? What are you going to 
offer? What are you going to do? What are the actions that you're going to take? You know, financially, in all aspects of your life. And then you break into actionable things, like little things, you know? If it's your end result is to lose 20 kilos or, you know, to have a, a, a find the, the life, your soulmate, you break that into small actions. So maybe for you first is to join a gym, you know, is to hire a nutritionist or whatever that is for you. And then after that is to um, surround yourself, you know, with the right people. Or maybe, you know, sometimes you, don't, you can afford that to be, uh, hire a mentor, but, you know, YouTube is free. And, like, go to YouTube and create a playlist that is like, wow, this is my momentum. You know, I'm going to work on my mindset. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you know, do my affirmations. I'm going to do that. And, and it's a combination of things, right? Like you going out and walk on a beach every morning creates the momentum for you. You working out creates the moment. Like, you got to know what that is for you. Yeah. What, what things create momentum in your life? Yeah. So for me is... Um, this year, I have a few things in place, and um, for me, the momentum is created by, you know, I've been talking a lot about that, which is rock-solid decisions in every area of my life. So, you know, my family, my kids come first, and then my business and my health, everything, like, in place. So, um, you know, it's being all in and full present in everything that I do. That's, that's what creates momentum for me. It's not be half in anything that I do, right? The half in energy is a no-go for me. It's like, I can't, I, you know, I can't, I, I don't yeah. want to be it. I don't want to be around. Yeah. I don't want to feel that. So yeah. if I'm in my business, I'm like rock solid. Like, this is it. This yes. is happening no matter yes. what. You know, through the, through the um, achievements, but through the failures as well, like we are all in for it. And, you know, my, my relationships and everything else in my life. So... That is the first thing that for me creates the momentum and feel empowered in the, those decisions. Mm -hmm. And then there is a combination of, you know, meditation that I do, journaling. It's mm -hmm. my, one of my hugest, like, therapy, working out, mm -hmm. uh, and, all the, and, and also a big thing as well is having a productivity plan, you know, like actually being clear that I'm working my business these days, you know, this day it's family day, this day is my day, and like knowing and, and doing that gives me that you know certainty to 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 show mm. up how how's your daily schedule looking like like a, a, an average day for you how, how does it look at what time do you wake up what do you do what what habits or routines do you have in place when do you work can you tell us a little bit about yeah, that sure so i have uh, two different days but mainly my day is waking up you know early six o'clock doing the run at, at house with the kids and then I normally go to the beach mm. quickly, do my journaling, my meditation, and then I do a workout, do a workout, come home, and I start work about 10 o'clock 10 in the morning. Yeah, mm -hmm. 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. Uh, start working, and I work until 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and then I'll go pick up the kids, go to the gym, and, and do my things, yeah. Yeah, wow. What time do you, do, you, do you go to bed? How many hours of and sleep And I go do you to bed again? around 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, talking a little bit about relationships, I'm curious to see, in your experience um, from your observation, wh what does a man need to do in order to get the girl of his dreams or almost like virtually whatever girl? Like uh, what, what does he need to do? Well, because mm -hmm. obviously you being a woman and listening, I'm guessing to women's experience, how can a man transform himself to really get any girls he wants? I love that. That's so, so good. All right. So what I believe that a man, I would recommend to someone is, you know, to, to be close to a woman is, so many things. So a woman, she's an emotional body, right? So I feel that for a man to uh, open the emotional body, for instance, you know, um, like there is this very interesting saying that, you know, to have, to, for a woman to be open for relationship and to have intimacy, a man just needs a place. A woman needs a reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that is the thing. So a woman, she, she has some criteria that she needs to feel safe in a man. So she needs to feel seen. Mm -hmm. She needs to feel heard and she needs to feel acknowledged. Right. Mm -hmm. So when a man 
and and when a man is step out of his mind because a man is a lot of in the mind is linear right so when a man has a single goal that's all that he can see so he can't see anything else or you know the 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 holographic view he doesn't have so a woman very often she feels left out or she feels that she has no space and it's not in the big thing you know in the big scale of like she needs to be probably you know sometimes she doesn't need to be all the things but when you take the little little moments to pay attention to little things that that would be the world for a woman do you know what i mean sometimes acknowledge the shoes or acknowledge the hair most of the one the men they they don't even notice that it's just like oh another shoes oh another that you know like when you say about the hair like that's that's unique when you acknowledge something so like all of those things and i always feel as well that you know a lot of the men as well um what i notice in general not not everyone but they we all want to talk about ourselves right like that's the human needs like we want to express so i feel that when you when you in, when you are around a man or someone that actually is truly interested in you you know and has the deep curiosity to know about you and to hear and be there because all that a woman wants is to feel safe to express right so she needs to see in the man that it's a safe space for her to actually open up and share and, and become the the feminine that she can be right that that's so funny that you mentioned that i was recently at a dinner and there was uh, a guy and a girl on their first date you know you could tell for a mile away that they were on the first date and the dude was only talking about himself we were like this distance is a japanese restaurant so we were very close you to each other everything. We could hear oh. everything he was talking about himself non-stop and you could tell the guy by the way he was dressed and the stuff he had like he, he was he he had a lot of money mm. not like an athletic dude or anything the girl was in that sense way above him like she she was very beautiful and all this stuff but in her body language like you could tell this dude is getting nothing tonight he's getting zero and it, like it's so easy when you're out of it out of, out of the game to just see all the mistakes he was making mm -hmm. you know just talking about himself not creating any mystery not creating any interest like she was arms crossed everything you know legs crossed and pointing outwards like he was getting nothing but but yeah it's very very interesting watching it play because then you're like yeah you shouldn't do that like even even with client relationships and and things like that you know be, be listening don't don't speak too much and all this stuff um if you had to give advice for men what would be three things that will, you will tell them like hey work on these things and you'll be able to have successful dates or or find love or whatever they're looking for right now mm -hmm. communication mm -hmm. yeah expand your communication so learning you know how to communicate with a woman mm -hmm. and knowing what are the needs of a woman how what does she needs to feel safe and to to like when you know that your approach is already different mm -hmm. right you you and i feel that i'm a, a man as well as you say like you know the, there is the proof of like becoming you know it's is the hero like you wanted to prove yourself that, that you are that and that is okay but there is a place to that and i feel that once the woman she surrendered to the man and she feels safe um the man will have a space to show up as he is you know and talk about himself so i feel that the communication um to make a woman feel safe in your communication that i i feel that the biggest issues in relationships are communication mm -hmm. you know it's you mm -hmm. not expressing your boundaries mm -hmm. you're not expressing your desires mm -hmm. and you're not expressing from a place of taking ownership mm -hmm. from whatever is happening in your world right because mm -hmm. we are so good in blaming like oh you're not doing that but you're not doing that and how does it make you feel Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So talking from I perspective, like when you do that, it makes me feel this way. So mm -hmm. I feel this way. And it's not like, oh, you make that and it looks like that. You know, we always mm -hmm. so good in, in blaming or, or telling others. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's huge. You, you've been married for many years mm -hmm. now. From your own relationship, what's, what's the single most important thing that has kept the relationship alive all the time? How many years has it been? Uh, 12 years yeah well yeah. by an amazing human being by yeah. the way shout out to daniel yeah. um yeah so besides communication 
what what would you say has been like key ingredient for you guys to develop the relationship you have share the same vision and the same values yeah i think that is that is another thing that i feel that is really important uh, we sort of disconnected for some time when we you know i was really into my business and i was really like driven and mm. you know that's the only way and i'm mm. going all in and we disconnected mm. yeah for a while and i felt that when we came back and we sat down and we are humble enough to like mm. you know no ego like mm-hmm. full honesty and vulnerable we are able to say all right what's important to you you know what do you want what's mm-hmm. your vision mm-hmm. you know where do you want to go where do you want to be in 10 years mm-hmm. and when we align the vision that we say all right like Maybe you take that road and I take this road, but we're going to end up in the same place. Mm-hmm. That's where we, we're going to be together. I think that brought us back into alignment again. Yeah. Did, like, did one of you gave an ultimatum or was yeah. it like, you know, it just happened? So we, how, how did it play out? Because I, I feel like there is always like a sort of like, last uh, I forgot how they say it, eh, la última vuelta que Ramón el vaso you know like See, the, the last call like, yeah, yeah yeah like some a defining moment happened that you were like yeah okay uh, we need to talk and figure this out or we need to part ways like what was that how it happened yeah yeah so well there was you know I was having the conversation of like you know I don't think this is working for this on that reason And then eventually we came to agreement and he came to agreement, which was the first time that he actually say, I actually think this is not working out. Mm. So in that time, you know, as a woman, I was like, wow, freaking out. I'm like, oh, all right, this is actually real now. Like, you know, what do you do? So um, it was such a beautiful time for me as a woman to, so for so many things, but also, um, to again see him as the as the masculine, you know, as the man that actually provides so much, you know, mm-hmm. because I was so entangled in my vision that I couldn't see what I had. So it mm-hmm. brought me, it humbled me down to actually acknowledge what I had mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing as well was um, really interesting was, you know, that I always, I kept bringing him to like, you know, this is what I want from him, from you as a man. Like I want to, you know, a woman wants a man to lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A woman mm-hmm. wants a man to say, I got it. Mm-hmm. This is the way let's mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. So for a woman like, like me, I would say, you know, that I am quite strong and I mm-hmm. lead a lot of women. Like that is a space that we want to feel safe in. Like, all right, I, I lead all of these, but when I come here, you lead the way. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And but what I realized after we split up for a, a little while was like for a few days um, was that I was asking that from him, but I wasn't leading the way. I wasn't showing him how I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, um, I wanted these and these. And I was just would sit in my queen chair and say, all right, like, of course, this is not going to work. You know, already mm-hmm. having that expectations mm-hmm. that wouldn't work. And then I realized, you know what? I actually haven't done as well. Like I'm asking, but I haven't done myself. Mm-hmm. So I changed the perspective. I'm like, all right, let me, let me, let me show what I wanted to be done. Yeah, let me, let me start taking some actions and actually do the things. And yeah, and that changed a lot. I think it brought us closer in communication. It is the key, and we have been working in that a lot as well. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, that's that's one of like, I feel like it's it's. It should be a given, like being me being a man, I'm in my own experience and own observation. Like I've noticed that most men want that, you know, being the leaders in the household and all these things when it comes at least to, I guess, important decisions when it comes to that type of thing. What what kind of advice would you give that we did it for men, right? Like now, what kind of advice would you give for women trying to find, you know, the love of their lives or the ideal man that they've been looking for? Because I feel like there's a lot of almost like not great connection with 
what women expect to find. You know, most women, if you ask them, they want the really tall, strong dude, intelligent, successful, financially free, and all these things. And it's that when in reality, that's 1% of men. You know, it's very difficult that unlikely that you will get one of those. So what kind of advice would you give to women in general when it yeah. comes to that? Yeah, great question. So the first thing that I would suggest is getting clarity in actually every detail of what you desire in a man, you know, um, in such a, a, a detail that is like, what would feel like to be with him? You know, what, what, would, what, how would he communicate with you? You know, what, like every single little detail, you, you want to be clear, have this clear vision of the man that you want to attract. And then another thing is like, what are your standards? You know, what do you stand for? Mm-hmm. Like, what's a yes, what's a no for you? Like, for instance, you know, uh, you say, I want a man that only, that is vegan, that doesn't smoke, that doesn't drink. And you have your standards there. Mm-hmm. But what if you meet someone that it's vegan and doesn't smoke but drinks every now and then? Like, is that, is that okay? You know, mm. and then you measure, like, you know, from zero to ten, like, how, how okay am I with this? Mm-hmm. Because that was one of my standards. And then have your boundaries as well, you know? Like, well, I'm going to find a man, but my boundaries is that I will still have time with my friends. I'm still going to work on my business. I'm still going to, you know, travel the world, whatever that is for you. You know, what's your boundaries in relation to communication? What are the boundaries that you have? Because the more clear that you are, the more likely that, you know, you're going to see that outside of you, that universe will then give you that, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times, what I see in my friends is that because they don't know what they want, they have no idea. So when you don't know, anything will serve, right? And then (laughs) instead of taking you two years or how long to find it, it will take you 10 because you have to go through so many wrong ones to actually get clear in what what actually it is that you want right so that is the first thing and then the second one is who do you need to become in order to attract that person Mm -hmm. right because let's say oh you want a man that is fit that is vegan but are you training every day like are you Mm -hmm. looking after Mm -hmm. yourself Mm -hmm. i want a man that 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 communicates with me that is open-hearted are you are you good in communication can you talk from your heart Mm -hmm. so who do you need to become to be a match for that man that you want because I find so much, um, it, it's so interesting what I find is like, you know, either men and women, like they want this goddess and this, you know, the, this man that is like the prince that comes on the white horse, like you say, but they don't take the time to do the work on themselves. You know, I'm yes. like, man, come on, you know, or, or some, <laughs> but sometimes like I see, you know, some like whatever I see, like, you know, a man like approaching a woman, you know, and she's like super hot and yeah. like he's like. You know, yeah. I'm like, man, she works every day. Like you can see that she looks after yeah. yourself. Like, yeah. you know, at least you go out, go look after yourself. Yeah. Like yeah. that is, you know, I think that it's got to be a match, right? Like yeah. it's got to be a self-worth. Like I'm doing the work. I know that I'm worth receiving yes. this. And, yes. and that's all that is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and like, it's way easier if you spend the time leveling up yourself, like taking yourself to a, a better version to attract those people to you and attract those women to you than it is to actually just go out and hunt for them, right? Like to create that space for them to be like, you know what, that guy is interesting. You know, that guy, yeah, I like hard workers. I like someone with, you know, will provide stability, but it's also fit and this. You you should just become that, you mm. know, that that's it. I, I can guarantee you, if you are training consistently, you have, you, you know, you take care of your health in general, you, you eat pretty well, you drink lots of water, you get your sleep, you're active, you are consistently working on your mind, on your mind and then developing the in the way you talk, your vocabulary, you speak to smart people, you you put yourself as a priority, you make money, you work on the things that you like working, that you will find a hot woman. Like, yeah, it's, it's not really that hard. I even looking at myself to, like, my, my own life, when I, was so, when, when I was young, I was very skinny. I was never one of the tallest. I never had money, like, lots of my friends. Like, I couldn't provide that kind of experience to, to a girl and all this stuff. So it was very hard for me to be noticed. You know, I felt like I was invisible for the longest time. And that's the reality for most men. Most men are invisible, and, and, but they can change that. That's the good thing about it. You can really change it if you want to and you commit to it. I just started working out. And that's, that's the easiest fix as well that I've noticed. 
start working out. If you're not doing it, start put, putting on some weight, developing some muscle that that will help a lot of different areas of your life from discipline to, you know, fitness, mind, relentless, all these Confidence. things. As soon as I started doing that, I gave it a year, you know, of just working on myself, working on, on what people will see of me, you know, because first people will look at you physically, right? And as soon as I put on some muscle, I was looking a little bit bigger and all this stuff, I started getting more attention and more and more and more. And then I went to university and I committed to be one of the best students because in school I was just completely average. Guess what? <laughs> Women love smart dudes as well. So as soon as I started getting some of the best grades in my class, I started getting even more attention. And then I started doing interesting things like going on hikes, going on adventures, going on surfing, because it actually made me happy. No, not because I was like, oh, this will make me more attractive. It just turned out to be one of the byproducts of it. I instantly became even more attractive because now, by then, I was athletic, I was fit, I was doing interesting things. I had a, a good circle of, of men around me. I was intelligent. And guess what? My options increase a ton just by working on myself. So it just, it just takes time, right? But you can really do it. What, what are the simple tricks that you will give to a woman? If she's, let's say, a woman is going to a date. What, what, and she's like, okay, give me everything I need to know right now to capture or, or, or get this man. What, what should she do? Oh, that's juicy. That's a juicy <laughs> question. <laughs> so I feel, all right, what would I say? What would I tell a woman? You know, I would tell her, what is the way that you would feel in your completely power? You know what I mean? What, what makes you feel in your glory? in a way that you feel sexy, that you fully honor your body, that you fully honor, you know, the way that you walk, who you are. Because I feel that there is nothing more sexy than a, than a confident woman, right? Like she walks, she, she knows, and, and she doesn't give a shit. Like yes. this is it. Yes. Yes. So, you know, I feel that what can she do to put herself in that state of like, all right, I know who I am. And as you say, it's always like... When you feel invisible, there is two ways that you can go. One, that can be your wound for the rest of your life, that you're like going to live by that and you're never going to show up because you already create that. Or you're going to let that be your drive to actually become someone great. Yes. And so the thing is, how can you remind yourself of your greatness? You know, how can you be your best cheerleader and say, well, I'm good at this, at this, at this. How can I feel my best to show up to this? Because when we are there, as you say, because I am all of this, I don't need you to validate me, right? I know that I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I am this. Yeah. And then your validation will be just like a compliment. We're like, all right, that's really nice. But I also know that that's your perception of the world. It doesn't yeah. make me who I am, mm -hmm. right? It's like, I know who I am. Like your perception of the world, it's nice. I like yeah. it, you mm -hmm. know? So that is the difference. Like how can you build yourself to know who you are, you know, that you, you just know. It's just in you. And then everywhere where you show up, everywhere that you walk into it, like every place, your energy is felt. Mm -hmm. It's like you're just that. And, and that's the ultimate, you know, because and then it comes to all the other areas of your life. Like you're not afraid of dressing up. You're not afraid of mm -hmm. speaking up. You're not afraid of, you know, be who you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what about like little things that she could do that are practical, like mm -hmm. practically, physically during that day what can she do to make that man be more interested mm -hmm. in her yeah well she can you know treat her as a queen like you know have a bath and and really like i feel that it's all those things it's like all right how can i how can i make this a ritual right how can mm -hmm. i choose the best outfit that makes me feel so good about myself like mm -hmm. every little thing that you pick and and that you do for yourself is for you mm -hmm. but it's not for for someone but you go there with i know how i'm walking to this you know like i i i'm feeling good i have spent time on myself you know my routine ha has been like this i've been working out i'm eating healthy i you know i've been you know i have such an amazing community It's a compound effect mm -hmm. that gets you to that state right mm -hmm. and then on the days like when you're having let's say a big meeting or you know uh 
I don't know, you're going to speak on a big stage. It's like it's, it's all the rituals that you do to get you to that state, right? Mm. Like you, you do your hair, you go to a hairdresser, you choose a nice outfit. It's mm. all of those things that when you get there, you're like, wow, I feel really good, right? Yeah. 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 Um, just before the podcast, we were talking about like sticky notes and things mm-hmm. like that, how we both do them and, you know, for affirmations and manifestation and things like that. And then you gave me a great idea of doing it uh, almost like a timeline from your past, you know, like in 2020, I accomplished this and then putting a next one of 2021, what you did. So you can almost like visually track your progress and not feel like, you're not, not not getting overwhelmed by not being where you want to be. What kind of tips would you have for things like that or even little routines that you have in your own personal life that help you a lot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that is one of the things is actually tracking your milestones, you know. So when I set my vision for 2023, I break it in two steps. One is every quarter, I will re reassess my goals, like how much have I made, you know, like in terms of my accomplishment, my vision, what what is working, what's not working. So I reassess that. And I also set a marker to measure my milestones. Mm-hmm. So what have I accomplished in that time? And then, you know, put in a, in a little place in your house where you put the stick notes and you actually remind yourself of all mm-hmm. the things. And another massive thing that I'm, I'm all in, that I do a lot, is celebration, right? Because when mm. you celebrate, it puts you in a state of gratitude. Mm. And therefore, imprints in your unconscious mind that, you know, that the celebra- you're celebrating yourself. You're celebrating your win. Mm. Because very often, when we have big goals and big visions, we, are always, we always feel that we are on this race. You know, we, we, we're rushing. We're rushing mm. to, to get to the next and the next. And we don't take the time to actually imprint in our system that we actually are accomplishing accomplishing things mm-hmm. that we are creating difference and we are celebrating ourselves so that is a massive and it can be simple it can be going to the beach it can be mm-hmm. you know like buying yourself a coffee it can be mm-hmm. it's a state of celebration mm-hmm. it can be huge things like going for an amazing dinner but it's it's like what what feels what makes you feel that you're celebrating yourself in that state that is really important um and then another thing that I do, yeah, I, I also journal, like I have like many journals and I have mm-hmm. some journals I have only like, you know, I have high frequency journals that is like, I only celebrate things. So when I have milestones or big months mm-hmm. or, you know, I like, I, I journal on how I'm feeling in that moment. So like, wow, it feels so incredible. You know, it was so effortless. Like I'm really activated. Like, you know, like you just, you just journal because every time that you're facing a hardship, you know, or or a failure, you tune back to that. And that is like, wow, all right, I remember. So you Mm -hmm. become your own, you know, your own compass Mm -hmm. to the direction that you're going. Yeah. So you come back to your own achievement and you're like, all right, that's how I was feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what happened when I, when I did that. Like, how can I plug back into their energy, to Mm -hmm. their vibe so I can recreate that again? Mm -hmm. What kind of advice would you give to a creative entrepreneur? Because this podcast is aiming to help creative entrepreneurs. So if you had to give three pieces of advice to really transform their life and accomplish anything they want to do, what what would be those pieces of advice? Beautiful. The first one would be to trust yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, trust your intuition, trust yourself, trust your work. Mm -hmm. That is huge, especially Mm -hmm. with so much noise going on outside. Mm -hmm. Number two is work on yourself, keep mm-hmm. upgrading, keep investing in yourself, keep studying because, you know, we are evolving beings. So we, there's always a next level of your evolution. So that is the third one. And the other one is create empty spaces in your life, you know, spaces that you're actually not doing anything, just being so you can receive your own wisdom. Yeah. Because I feel that, you know, in our life right now, we are just so busy doing, so busy doing and creating and doing the things. And it's great. But the importance of actually not doing anything. And very often, I always say to my clients, it's like, when you go to bed, I know that happens to me a lot. When I go to bed and I just have this download of thousand, you know, ideas. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just mm-hmm. need to go to sleep. But that is because it's an empty space. You're not mm-hmm. doing anything. So you open this space for your unconscious mind, for your guides, for mm-hmm. everything to actually send you that 
those messages. Mm. And so if we can create more of that, you know, it can be going for a walk with no agenda, you know, just going for 200, or it might be 2K, or like mm. I have no agenda. It's not an intention of working out, or do, it's just emptying my space. You know, it's just open for new ideas and, and new things to come through. Yeah, that, and that's key I have found as well, like having that time to think for yourself. It's so easy to not do it these days because we have too many distractions and as soon as you're just sitting down and you have to wait for something you start pulling your phone you start going to social media you start you know reading this reading that watching a video whatever it is so like booking that time with you to just think and and almost detach for a second I, i try to do that quite often actually to just detach for a minute and be like okay what, what's happening? Where am I going? Like, I, am I being distracted? Am I wasting time? And am, am I putting my attention to the wrong things? What am I trying to accomplish here? Oh yeah, remember, this is our purpose. This is our mission. This is the vision. This is where I'm heading to. This is why I'm doing it. You know, like finding that time to really listen to your own voice and, and be sure that you're on the right path, right? Um, how to deal with losing? Because it's very easy in business, you know, to get bummed out or, or feel, get, get, I guess, depressed or sad because you didn't um, get the, the client or, you know, the sale didn't go as you expected or you're making zero money this month, especially for entrepreneurs. Like, how can, can you deal with, do, with losing? Yeah, well, I believe that I believe that every time that you fail at something is a lesson that you, you're here to learn, right? So, of course, when you're talking about financial struggles, it's real, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not making money for three months, like, wow, you got to leave, you know? Mm-hmm. you got. So I, I have a, a, an idea that I, I share with my clients and is if you are struggling, if you are coming from a lack of, mm-hmm. go find a job. And then we mm-hmm. continue to work. Because when we're coming from a lack of survival or fight or flight, it, it changes in so many levels, you know, your creativity, who you are, your frequency, and you are not coming from a place of fulfilling and love. You're coming from a lack. So mm-hmm. that's the first thing. Sort it out your financial situation in this moment mm-hmm. and be on a state that you can be in service because when you're following your, your purpose and your mission, um, you the results are inevitable along the way. Mm-hmm. But when you're actually failing or when you're not, you know, getting what you want, I would say you know, shut down from everything else, first thing. Because mm-hmm. very often, you are comparing yourself to others. You know, what others are doing, how much mm-hmm. they're making, what are they accomplishing. So, and, and then again, come back to everything that you have accomplished already. Mm-hmm. You know, look into your own life and say, well, I'm not making the 100K a month, but I'm making a lot more than I was doing two years ago. You know, I'm not in one million, but well, I'm, you know, I'm close to 200 or mm-hmm. whatever that is for you. You know, mm-hmm. coming back to the sense of gratitude, mm-hmm. because gratitude is what it's going to help you to move forward a lot faster. Yeah. OK. What, what's your own personal financial goal, like the ultimate goal? Yeah, I'm, I'm going for multi-millions. Yeah. What what's multi millions? Multi millions for me is you know above five. Above five. Yeah, five millions and yeah, I'm not in a rush. Yeah, I'm on a marathon. You know, it's yeah. just like all right, let let's let's do this, and I'm willing to fail as well. I, I'm actually I'm not afraid to fail. You know, I'm not afraid because uh, I experience all the feelings. Yes, of the failing. Yes, I definitely do. But I also believe that. You know, I read so many autobiographies and everyone in, in like, there is no one that is great that haven't failed so many times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that is the best stories that you actually hear. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, like that's another failure. And I also feel that every time that I fail, it levels up my coaching and my experience because I can teach my clients what to do and what not to do. So like if my launch was a fail, I'm like, all right, how can I readjust? You know, it was just one launch of many that I'm going to do. All right. So now I can teach them that as well. And Tony Robbins have a thing that he says, we all, we all have our primary question. So when something doesn't work out for you, you have your primary question. So you've got to be aware of what that is for you. You might be like, oh, why is this not working out for me again? Oh, why is it, why me again? You know, it can be a very negative or you can mm-hmm. say, like, what's the lesson in this? Mm-hmm. You know, what am I here to learn? Mm-hmm. So, like, asking yourself those will 
will take you from that, you know, like the yeah, the pain or the the suffering that we create and and continue, yeah. If you had to guess by when would you make above five million? When when do you think would that be? Mm, I feel that would be, I would say, five years. Five years from now. Mm -hmm. How old are you right now? I'm turning 40 this year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. If you had to give an advice to young Mariana, the Mariana, the 29 year old Mariana, because I'm 29. So, what will be the, if you have to boil it all down to one single thing that is going to be the most impactful throughout her life? And especially financially, what what would that advice be? Would be to combine. Would be trust your intuition and learn sales and communication skills. What's what's the biggest thing you have learned when it comes to sales? I just think that sales is so it's such an art to sell. That's how I see, you mm -hmm. know, I come from a place where I, I used to hate being sold to and mm -hmm. I'm like, I thrive. I'm like, yes, I just love, not the hard selling, but I feel there is different ways of selling, but I really love to see people expressing, you know, sharing their mission in a way of selling. Mm -hmm. So when you learn how to sell, when you learn how to sell, that is such um, a inner work itself mm -hmm. because you learn... It, what I see in my, my community of women is that, that they are so good in selling for others. They can sell whatever. They can sell anything, anything. My programs, you know, products, everything. But when it comes to sell you, that's the next level. You know, that's a, that, that triggers so much. Your self-worth, I'm, I'm not capable, I'm not good enough. I'm, you know, all the wounds that you have will come up. So once you learn how to sell, you're already... 10, 10 step ahead yeah yes that is that is really good advice actually yeah i wish uh, even like a few years ago someone told me like focus on learning how to sell mm -hmm. that that is huge in order to to succeed in life if you had to give the final three pieces of advice for any creative entrepreneur like practical things that they could start doing today in order to accomplish anything they want in life what would those be mm -hmm. would be to get clear on your vision mm -hmm. and get some the first actionable steps that you can do right now in order to create your vision mm -hmm. and to and i would say invest on your learning mm -hmm. yeah expand your, your whatever area you don't feel so strong mm -hmm. at mm -hmm. right now yes completely support especially the last one investing in your learning because even though most of the information is available on youtube and google and all these things and it's free it's very messy mm -hmm. so you're gonna waste a lot of time Whereas if you pay someone, they'll present a package for you. Everything organized and step-by-step -step guide will save you tons of pain and time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when you invest in someone that has paved the way before mm -hmm. you and have made the mistakes and the yeah. failures. So you don't need to make the same. Yes. Right. So you're getting a shortcut in a way yeah. from someone that has already done it and has created what yes. you what you want. You know, like all right, like this, and you you know, and then I feel that in on that journey, you you also you take what serves you, mm -hmm. and then you bring your own intuition and you create your your special mix, and that yeah. becomes you. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Mariana, thank you so much for coming to the Creative Grid. Where can people find you, and what kind of even services do you have right now uh, offering? Yeah, great. Um, people can find me on Instagram as Mariana Leonard um, mm. underscore or Facebook as well, Mariana Leonard. I got my website and all, all the things in there. Um, I, right now I'm offering a group program for women that are already in business and they're looking to scale their business into like really solid offer and, you know, communication and all of those things that we have been, uh, talking here today. So that is a six, six months journey with me. And I mm -hmm. also offer one-on-one mentorship for women. 
I used to facilitate retreats. This year I'm having a break of the retreats, but they'll be back soon. So yeah, yeah right now. Awesome. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, if you were to transform a total loser, someone that is literally completely lost, has no purpose, no vision, no mission, unathletic, bad habits, gets rejected by everyone, can't sell. What what would you do for that person? What could you tell him? And let's say you had the opportunity to to mentor them. How long will it take you to transform that person? Wow, that's huge. Um, my intuition is that normally I offer six months, but my intuition is telling me on that case, I would say a year. A yeah. Year. yeah. Um, but I would start, you know, with that person, I would start with the basic, like basic, like go and do your bed every day, you know, go mm -hmm. in and like mm -hmm. find a routine, like get a sport and like, you know, work on your mindset and all the basic stuff that it needs to create a solid foundation for anything else. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Guys, I hope you got some value out of this episode. I certainly enjoyed it. Thank you so much for coming Thank in, you. Mariana. Make sure to follow us at The Creative Grid on every social platform. Subscribe, share it with someone. Reach out and let us know that you enjoyed the, the episode. If that was the case, you can follow me at Nelfalife on Instagram and every social platform. And I'll see you on the next episode. Goodbyes for bye everyone. Bye. <laughs>